fresh perspective on business. 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 And this is... You're lucky devils. You are lucky. But thank you, as well as being lucky, <laughs> we are grateful and you are lucky. <laughs> Everybody is grateful. Yes. You are grateful for us and we are grateful for you. Yeah, yeah, Mutual absolutely. gratefulness. I call you lovely at least three times in our last episode. You don't know, you don't want to know what she calls you when we're not on a <gasps> podcast. No, I call you very nice things. I just like to swear a lot. So this is number 18 of our uh, of our podcast, which is doing remarkably well, isn't it? Good podcast, our episode 18, I'm like, well, I just started it. I mean, episode 18 isn't because I don't think it's aired yet because we are recording it right now. Got you, I so, got you, I got but, you. So our, not the last one we did, but the one before, which would have been 16 if I've got my maths correct, the title was Do You Want to Punch Someone? was actually listened to 536 times. Now, what does this tell us? That our listeners are quite aggressive. Sometimes. Yeah, but it was listened to 536 times just across SoundCloud and Spotify. Apple apparently won't give us the static standard. Why do they hide things from us? I don't know, the mysterious so bunch. So it's 536 times in one single day? Yeah. Amazeballs. So thank you so much. If you're one of those people, we thank you from the very bottom of our feet. Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> no, feet. I think that's greater because I am... Because it includes all your organs. Yeah, and I'm a very heart. tall person. <laughs> Ellen's doing positive manifestations again. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Oh, no, but thank you. And if you're a newbie, welcome. Welcome to our podcast. Please listen back to the other ones. Mm. You'll have a great and time. You will have a great time. It's a bit like a roller coaster. Yeah. Welcome to the nut house. <laughs> you have arrived, but we're all a bit nutty, aren't we? If you've got a fresh perspective, oh God, why can't I say the own name of our business? It's hard going, to say. Hey, 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 why did we choose I that got, name? I got left in the office this week because um, you and Evie went to see a client uh, and Veronica went on a driving lesson. And I said to Jane, you can go out on your lunch if you want. I'll, I'll stay here. You're on my like, phones. Uh, yeah, which is not a good idea because I never answer the phone. <laughs> and you're like, hello. I have to say, fresh perspective there has got to be a pause because I go, hello, fresh perspective. It's fresh just, perspective. Someone thought we were fresh detectives yeah. once. Which is not untrue, is it? Because we are detectives. <laughs> Of the truth. <laughs> <laughs> we we are good at detecting liars and thieves. No, we've not and done. What? I've not said 18 in Spanish. Well, you can do it. You can oh do it Oh, my right goodness. Here. It's Diethiocho. Diethiocho. Very good. That's for our Spanish fan club out there. Which, which is, is muy grande. Yes. Big. <laughs> Very big. Well done. <laughs> Very big. So this podcast is all about selfless good deeds. Which Emily was doing positive manifestations about her height before which is quite well linked to the podcast about kindness mm. and positive manifestation yeah because that's kind of right now we try and like identify themes that are going on and then i suppose give you our take on that theme so the do you want to punch someone was all about stress and de-stressing but because that's quite a big thing right now isn't it with coronavirus and new tiers and lockdown restrictions and all that kind of stuff being announced it's quite a frustrating was, time for everybody because we've never yeah. have any control over many things at the moment and we're just seeing people seeing family like i can't I'm not meant to go and see my mum. That's just insane, it's isn't it? actually, now you've said it, it actually inhibits our ability to do selfless good deeds. It does. 
Because, yeah, because a lot not of those selfless good deeds were face-to-face with people and now we're just not allowed to do that There's anymore. There's not that many little, little old ladies crossing the road anymore. They're no, all hiding and shielding. No, exactly, yeah. It is, it is. So I think we're trying to kind of focus on themes that are current and then you've got an outlet, I suppose, by listening to two northern nutters chatter to nonsense. But you might find some little snippets of information that really help you in this current shitty time. That's the only way I can describe it. It is a yeah. shitty time, isn't it? And if you listen to us... From the future, and oh, you're like, what are they going on about? We made it. <laughs> well done to you guys not having to deal with it. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. So, how good was last week's show? Oh, it was so good. It was very inspiring, lots of fun, and um, lots of lols. Lots of lols. Oh, Nicole is just an absolute... I always want to say beast, and I don't mean because she's beastly, but, you know, like, when you're thinking, like, God, they're a beast. She's a machine. Say, yeah, machine. that's a better way. Yeah, like, someone who just smashes through life. Like, Nicole doesn't say no, and but I don't want to tell people not to say no because a big thing is that you should say no to stuff that you don't want to do. When you get yes people who say yes to everything, a lot of the time they're people-pleasing. Nicole doesn't do it in that way. If you ask her to do something that's out of her comfort zone and she'll just go, yeah. Has she always been like that? Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I've always known her to be really tenacious and massively driven in everything that she... Well, she got a job at Harrods and then just basically fecked off to London on her own completely and just decided to make a life for herself down there. And I suppose if you didn't have that get up and go about you, you probably wouldn't do that, would you, Sam? No, probably not. No. <laughs> We've got a lot of get up and go, though, haven't we? You lived in Spain for oh, a year. we did live in Spain. Barcelona. This is we like to say Spanish things all the time. <laughs> we spent a lot of time there. We have. We, we have, indeed. very much. So I suppose before we get into our theme of the week. Very good. It feels like the harmony, then. Well, I didn't get that vibe from you. I said with it. How many eyes? <laughs> okay, let's try. Uh, before we get into our theme, theme of the week. week. Oh, nice, very nice, very nice. Uh, so before we do that, what's been going on in the hoffies? What's been happening this week, Laura? This week, um, Ellen's been asked to go on Naked Attraction. <gasps> what? <laughs> the TV show where people are literally naked oh and they gosh. reveal parts of their body Psh. and people judge them. But really shaven parts of the body. That is the worst Don't part of the program Don't they go from the bo- bottom up? So yeah. you're kind of leaning with the vagina or the penis? Yeah. Or the vulva. Remember, we've got to be very specific about the anatomy. You can't see your vagina. You can see your vulva. Right, okay. So there's no vaginas on show on Naked Attraction, but we all fall into this trap. It's not just Laura. <laughs> but I'm sick of seeing bald vulvas. Anyway... <laughs> I think that's more for the radio show. Well, Ellen actually applied for the circle, which is another is it circle. Yeah, I didn't really know what it was called. That's why I've wrote circle on the schedule, but we could be wrong. It's, Do you know that it's called? Yeah, that? it's a bit like oh, it's not, it's not reality TV, but it's people. I'm people. just naming shows. <laughs> you, you stop naming shows. Yeah, and they, I think they either decide to be themselves or a catfish, and you, all the other people, then they're all they don't meet each other. They're just their online personas. And they all have to. They ask questions, um, and they can they can uh, request um, conversations privately with other members of the. And they're all in like this. It looks like they're in a fancy apartment block. They're all got their own apartment. Sometimes it's two people. Sometimes people are on their own, and they're all like, some of them will be themselves, but some of them aren't. And then they have the, the aim of the game. I think, from what I remember, What's is to identify the ones that are not true, so are being someone else. Or oh, so it is a game show. Yeah. 
But it's very strange. So Ellen applied... So Ellen wanted to go on that. To go on that. So she did her application form. Sent it in, yeah, because she's really good. A fresh like detective. That. A fresh detective, like Jane. <laughs> and uh, instead of the circle, randomly, naked attraction of read her application, thinks she sounds great for that show. I'm like... I'm, I'm wondering if she sent a picture into the circle and a naked what picture. What is she wearing? <laughs> Ellen, well, oh my not, god, you kind of missed that bit out of the story. How funny is this though? I absolutely love it, but sadly, listeners, she's not going on naked attraction. Oh, which I said, why are you going to just wear a balaclava and then no, no, no? Obviously, we will, but maybe she doesn't want her bosses and her colleagues to see her naked. Which I understand. I understand that you wouldn't want that. Well, but, yeah, I think yeah. yeah. Okay. What else? Oh, Emily's son is a bit of a diva. Well, he's becoming more and more of a diva every oh, day. Oh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. You've got a new voice to Lenny, though. So I don't know if you're one of those people that has voices for your dog. So I've got a couple of mates who actually like imitate, you know, like they have like a, oh, like they've got like a tiny little shaky dog. I don't actually do Lenny's voice. I do a lot of voices around him, but I don't actually have a specific voice. But today... <laughs> Today, Laura has designed a new voice for Lenny. Now, before she does it, it's there's we need a bit of context. Lenny's up his own ass, isn't it? He's um, the king of Bolton, Leonard King of Bolton, and so with that comes a level of authority and expectation. Yeah, on others, on others, <laughs> on others. And so at this moment in time, he's decided he doesn't want to eat. Uh, he's on hunger strike, and we're not really sure why. What on the end goal? Figured out that maybe it's a little like an eating disorder for dogs that he's just made up his time because what he eats, when he eats it, and whether he eats it is the only thing that he can control in his life because Emily takes him wherever she goes, whether he wants to or not. But how good is he? Like, gets so many what today he's been for a run, but he doesn't know any different. He needs to talk to uh, Jenny and Louie who were rescues, see what their lives were like before. Oh, listen, mate, it's on the other side, it's awful. It's not green of the grass, you know. <laughs> No matter how many times you pee on it, <laughs> it goes yellow. And at fresh, we clap. We know, hopefully you guys know we celebrate all the small wins as well as the big ones. So if we place a candidate, we find a CV for tricky role, we get a new client. We always clap. So Lenny started. He started being a bit weird with his food a while ago. But when we clap, suddenly he decided that that's when he will eat. It's so so strange, now isn't Lenny it? will actually only if we applaud him. So honestly, none of us have got bingo wings anymore. We've got well tight arms. Oh, lost wings. Checking this is why. This must be it. Because we just li- we're so active at all. I mean, our Apple Watches are constantly going crazy, aren't they? From the amount of calories we're burning, doing nothing but clapping. So my dog eats. I don't, really don't understand if anyone's out there and they have this problem with a very manipulative little animal. Please let us know how to deal with them because it's really hard. She's giving him. Um, he's had what? He's had a scrambled egg, beans this morning. <laughs> He doesn't want to eat that, although he did eat it, but he flicked the beans off. Flick <laughs> the beans! Oh, <laughs> you're so rude! And uh, I brought some chicken sausages. He ate one of those. Uh, what else? He got him some sardines. He has eaten some of those, but We're not trying all. a little bit of tuna. Um, he's already got his kibble, but his kibble's like high-end kibble. Like, this cost me like £70 a bag kibble. Like, it's not shit. It's the and bag also is actual, yeah, the bag is as big as me, yeah, but it, there's some missing there, so it will fit in the cupboard. And then also, he gets he has this food called duck, which is well expensive food. It's which not isn't cheap. actually duck. No, it's not. I don't understand what to do with him though. I just don't know. I'm at the end of my tether. Do you want to do an impression of him? I can't remember what I said. I was like, excuse me, I want to go in here, open this door. 
What is this drivel you give me? I'm not eating that. Get to the shop. Get me something better. I want sardines. <laughs> what? What? This couch is not comfy now. I'm going to scratch it. <laughs> Plump it up. See if I can get to Australia. <laughs> this is amazing. Well done. You really... I thought you were going to fold them and be like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I've lost my nerve. Well done. We applaud you. Thank you very All much. All across the world. Bravo, and in bravo. China. I'm sure we've got listeners in China. So... Shall we move on to our theme of the week? Or do you want to... Do we need to say anything else? We're like 10, 12 minutes in. I mean, I know they're different. No, I don't think so. Are you, are you I happy and consent? Good, yeah. Before yeah. we move into our theme of the week, just in case you've just suddenly got to dash off, you, we need to tell you how to contact us. We didn't say it at the start. We're meant to. Oh, I love the shop. We do are. Because episode 17 that we had to actually do twice... Was an interview once. We talk less about us and what we do and all that. No, we don't know where we're going, do we? So we're out of practice. We are, we're out of bloody practice, honestly. I tell you. Yeah, tell so I tell me. I tell you. I tell you and I tell you. So it's really easy <laughs> to find us. If you just type in Fresh Perspective On Resourcing. Google. Yeah, stick it into Google. All of our social media pages will come up on our lovely website. And then you've got a contact number and email address on there. And then also we, we, we're trying... Well, we've got our own radio show, which is called Kitchen Island Live. That's on Drystone Radio. So you can go and find us there if you want. But we're still developing that. We're only six. That's Wednesday. Seven shows in. Every Wednesday, seven o'clock in the evening. Mm. So there's lots of places you can contact us. You can stick our names into LinkedIn. So please, we would absolutely love your feedback on the podcast so far. We are. I can't believe we're 18 episodes in it. Does feel quite strange. That is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, a hell of a lot. But if you're enjoying it, please let us know with anything, any constructive feedback or any themes that you think. Do you know what? I'd really like it to discuss that. I feel like it might help people. Then please. Oh yeah, and if you want to be a guest, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you've got to be fun though. Or an idiot. Got to be able to bring the bands. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, it just won't work for us. Right, so, selfless good deeds. Is there such thing as a selfless good deed? Well, this reminds me of Friends. Well, that's because it's off Friends. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> of course. Selfless good deeds, I don't know, because it would have to be... And maybe if you, had, if you gave all of your money and possessions away to charity... That's selfless. But does, do you think there needs to be such thing as a selfless no. good deed? No. Because surely, like... Why I think you've got to be a sociopath if you can do a good deed and not, and not feel good, about good because yeah. you don't have any empathy. An emotionless void. Yeah. You I've know. only I've known two of those. Yeah. Which hey. we I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. I'll write it down. Let me write okay. it down on a piece of paper. Hey, guys. I'm literally writing Very it down. Interesting. But no, I don't think we right should be expected to do a good deed and, and because why would you do a good deed? Wanna... It'd just be a deed. Yeah, because I want to do good things for the people because I like I like to help, but that doesn't mean I'm doing it for myself only. I'm no. helping other people, but I like to do that. So it's just, I don't understand how you'd separate the two things. No, but I think this is only a thing because of Friends though, isn't it? Maybe. But why was it a thing on Friends? Why were they trying to do a selfless good deed? Is it because Joey didn't want Phoebe to feel good because of the good deed? I don't know. I can't remember what the good deed was around. I can't remember. But yeah, so this is all about sort of positivity, giving back, uh, and we are massive advocates of that. Like sometimes we do get bogged down and we're like, oh my goodness, we need to stop and actually maybe do some charity work or something like that. But I think day to day, we're constantly trying to do good things for each other, for our staff, for the candidates, for the clients that we deal deal with, for our wider network online. And this has come in the shape of a few different things. So do you want to tell them about our awards? I mean, you don't know about our awards and you must be living under a rock. Or a bridge. 
Yeah, like a troll. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what's that saying? Well, what lives oh, under no. rocks? Insects? Yeah, I'm not calling like you a cockroach. Unless you're a cockroach that's listening to a podcast. And if you are, well done. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it could be the cockroach man out of Men in Black, do you remember? Um, I can't ever. We've mentioned him on the podcast before. I think he haunts us. Because do you know it's what? an old film that and we still talk about him to this day. I think one of my yeah. bosses looked like him. Oh, it's the way he moves. And it's an old it is an old film, it's like an old production, so it doesn't even look that good in terms of special effects and stuff, but he scared me. Mm. With his van, that weird van that looked like a cockroach. Oh my god, what an absolute rank But I think talking about the self as good deeds and positive manifestation and things like that, like it's it all feeds into for me the law of attraction mm. and karma. Yeah. So you do good things for others and hopefully good things will be done for you, but it that isn't why you do it. But no. that's what makes it self non selfless. Yeah. But I don't think they should be selfless. No, definitely not. You should not. enjoy doing nice things for others. If you don't, then like go away. Like I said earlier, you're one of the two sociopaths that mm. I know. But I think if you didn't enjoy it, you probably wouldn't do more. You wouldn't it. think of it. Why would it come into your head if it exactly. wasn't something you wanted to do? You would never do it. It would never even be a D, never mind good. <laughs> exactly. And then we wouldn't even be talking about it on this podcast now because it just wouldn't even exist. No, we're talking about our awards. So during this dark time <laughs> that we find ourselves in for a little company called Fresh Perspective decided. Oh, that's <laughs> like a little story. Lovely. We decided to spread some joy, some fun, some positivity, and some sparkle to Aww. other people. And Normal Business Awards celebrate you for being a small business, which always perplexes me why you would want to celebrate that. And medium and large. And then there's other ones, but and we're not dissing they're other just, awards. We no, have, but they're just a bit bland, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, we've entered them before. We've had them. Um, some success and won some and others we we haven't and we've just been finalists but we'll still do that and we are not slated in any way but there's a lot we of awards out there yeah. that are well recognised and similarly when we set up Fresh there's a lot of recruitment businesses so we wanted to do something different and that's exactly what we wanted to do with the awards and rather than just celebrate them for being good businesses certain size businesses and things like that we wanted to celebrate people for certain attributes and qualities for yeah. being kind being positive being focused on well-being and being looking resilient after others. Lockdown. Yeah, looking after your team and and you know really focusing on culture, employee engagement, being authentic, being out there, working on your personal brand, working on your business brand, upping your game online during a tough time because that's yeah. really one of the only options that you had to still be out there, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's taking a lot of our time. Yeah, um, we're not making any money from it because when we actually do, uh, we're allowed to do our awards night. Any profit from ticket sales after we've covered our costs will go to charity. So we aren't actually making any m- money from it. So, but it makes us feel good. So it's not a selfless good deal. It's very enjoyable <laughs> no. to others. And we're actually achieving what we set out to achieve because now we've got through the nominations. We're at voting stage now. People are sharing posts because they've been nominated. And if someone contacted me recently, he's up for Captain Kindness. Aww. And he said he's absolutely over the moon. How nice. That he's been nominated. He's never expected it. And he never gets anywhere with the Sort of awards. recognition for, yeah, for what he just, does. He's just made up to be nominated. And I think he's got a good chance because he's one of the kindest people I know. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. And you know who you are. You best be listening to this. <laughs> otherwise, we won't say more nice things. And I think... Someone, so Dave Scholes, who's a huge advocate for mental health and sort of all things mindful and removing the taboo of us talking about mental health and, and that kind of thing. And he's 
He's a great guy, but he summarised our award in a really, really good way. And me being me, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, you girls have absolutely smashed it with these awards because they've said what you've done is rather than getting people to compete with each other, they have to vote for somebody else. And so you're making people be nice to other people by putting their names forward. But he said it in a much more sort of snapshot way. And, he, and, and But we didn't think of that. That wasn't our, in our head. We were just like, let's just create an award ceremony to give back yeah, and bring people after together. a terrible time yeah, and celebrate all things in the Northwest because we wanted to start small. But so when he said that, I'm like, it wasn't a marketing tactic. It wasn't to get up no, our he said name it was, out No, he said it was genius. Yeah. I'm like, actually, it wasn't. That it's wasn't accidental. A, it wasn't a conscious decision. No. You could nominate yourself. Originally, yeah, yeah. And, and obviously, if you got enough nominations from other people as well, you can only nominate each person once. So you can't just nominate yourself 50, t- 50 times to get through. And then, um, <laughs> but you can't, but you cannot vote for yourself. So you've got to vote for other people. Oh, which is just a nice, isn't it? And I think, I think just the way that we've done it is slightly different. So you've got these nomination rounds and stuff, and and, and now it's gone into the organisational stage. And I actually don't know what's going on anymore <laughs> because I am really bad at being organised, but. The next stage is Laura's been working really, really hard to organise the judges. And then what will happen is we'll get so we'll we'll choose fat the we'll we'll obviously the people, the the great people of the Northwest will choose the finalists for each category. And then they will then send in a, vi- in a video, I suppose, about why they should win or, or be recognised in that wonderful category. And so the whole process of the awards has been really different. It's been massively inclusive. It is spreading the awareness of the categories and making people want to be involved, isn't it? Not even if they're nominated, which I just think has been such a... I don't know. It's had a miles bigger impact than we ever thought, hasn't it? And what ma- Yeah, what makes it even more selfless is the fact that other- we... As a business, didn't bother nominating each other in fresh because we cannot win. Imagine if we won our own awards, it would be up. It'd be a travesty. So we can't enter. When we say up, we mean because people would have been like, it's a fix. It's a fix. We paid for a ticket and you've just won all the awards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've cleaned up your love. It would be extremely narcissistic to get 200 people to come to an event, pay to come, we'll host it and we just win everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it would be a great day for us. Um, so, but we've been and na- we've been nominated. So there's a category called Phoenix. Obviously, rising from the ashes, especially at the moment. Emily and myself um, were voted. Um, I think collectively between us, we were voted for 28 times. But, and that's for people outside of Fresh. And it's been. I never even anticipated that. That was another. Never even it, considered that we'd get no. we'd get voted for that. Like, that wasn't something that came into our heads. We weren't. That, it wasn't. It wasn't to make us feel no, good. It, it was to make everyone else yeah, feel good. Yeah, and so it's an unexpected, another unexpected positive for it for, for us, and that we're able to experience the joy, kindness, and positivity we wanted to give to others. We're experiencing it ourselves. Oh, it's so nice. But then someone recently was like, said to somebody else, "I'm like, here we go, the gossip, gossip mill. Well, should they really be nominated in their own awards? Because." Isn't that a massive conflict of interest? I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. Yeah, and it's a shame that, because I, I get it, if that person thinks, or, or those people, whoever it is, think that we're going to clean up. But I can tell you now, it's difficult for us to kind of announce our awards and then just go, P.S., we're not going to win them. It would just... Like, Again, we're trying to go out there with a nice big, like, woo, we're doing our, we're doing our own awards ceremony. It's all about you guys. And then we're like, oh, by the way, we can't win the award. It just kind of ties. We're doing an award now. Yeah, and makes it all about us. Yeah, which, which is, is not what it is. No, so it's really difficult for us to say that it's not about us in a way that's a tra- an attractive marketing piece to get people interested. So, yeah, but 
We are try always trying to spread positivity in absolutely everything that we do. We're not always positive. We, we struggle ourselves. We struggle with mental health and we can get down and we can have bad days. But ultimately, we do check ourselves and remember that positivity breeds positivity and vice versa on the negative as well. And it is better to focus on the good. Massive believers in law of attraction, as Laura said earlier, what you put out there, you will get back. And a bit like if you're saying, I really don't want there to be traffic on the roads this morning. I mean, that's great. No one wants to be traffic on the roads this morning, but really just try and change that sentence if you do this with all your other ones as well you'll start to genuinely feel better so if you like the roads are going to be clear today which is just a much more powerful sentence isn't it and that's exactly what you want when you think about your thoughts think about are you thinking about stuff that you don't want because if you are then you're going to get more of that because you're thinking about yeah, that it's like when it's i decide so i need to it? not eat chocolate but all I think about is chocolate. Because you're like, I'm not going to eat chocolate. Whereas if you're like, I am going to eat broccoli instead. <laughs> I ain't just going to not eat anything. <laughs> but yeah, it's that, it is that kind of thing, isn't it? Just the power of your thoughts is utterly insane. So be careful about the ones that you're putting out there. And if you're like me and you struggle with the amount of thinking that you do and you can get on the hamster wheel of the thoughts that just go around in your head, do some breathing exercises, do meditation, find yoga, just find something that makes you feel more present. So, Emily. Yes. What good deeds have you done? I've done a few. Only a few? No, lots. But <laughs> outside of the business. So, we went, so me and my, uh, I mean, if you've been listening to the whole podcast, you'll see that I had a relationship blossoming throughout this period. The gentleman caller. But we caller. still call him the gentleman caller. Gentleman caller, what I want. But, uh, but yeah, we went up Pendle Hill recently because apparently I was promised Scarfell mm. and, uh, and it, uh, his legs were sore. I mean, what? Oh, Why are his legs He's so? a fit man. What's he been doing? He's a hot and fit man. And apparently his legs were sore. And so I've made soup. I've made actual soup. Broth hey. from scratch. And tuna butties. And then he's like, can we just go up Pendle Hill instead? And I was heartbroken. But on the way up Pendle Hill, there was this little Pomeranian. And it, had a, it looked like he had a broken leg. And then his other leg was shaved where it had the little thing, what's it called, injected into it. You know, when they're put under and the dogs Anesthetic. are... Anaesthetic. Yeah. Is that what it will be? They, yeah, well, they've had a blood test or something. Anyway, so you knew it had been to the vets or been somewhere. And so I thought it was owned. And um, anyway, it's running around everywhere and everyone just keeps walking past it. And I was like, why do we keep walking past this Pomeranian? It's clearly well, not a stand, wild dog. There. Yeah, but it just kept running up to different families and annoying the sheep and annoying other people and stuff. And we're like, oh my goodness. And it was running over to Lenny and Lenny was on the lead because of the sheep. And I was like, who is this dog? So obviously I was like, Tom, we're not walking past this dog. Like every other person we're going to stop and we're going to have a look at this dog so I look at the dog and she seemed all right but she was just shaking her leg around like it was like the bones weren't connected in her arm in her leg and I was like what where can we leave it anyway we looked on a tag and it said Lydia and it had a mobile number so I thought I'll ring the mobile number and this woman's like oh yeah uh we live close by and I was like right, what are you doing what is wrong with you do you want to get why are you all right with your dog there's clearly got a problem she's like yeah she broke her leg and I was like, why is she out then? And I, I was really angry at this person. Because I was just like, I, I would never do that to Lenny. Just let him roam free. He could be stolen. It could be in pain. He could get hurt. Someone could be mean. It could get attacked by another dog. And she was just so blasé. But anyway, we had to sit there and wait 20 minutes at the bottom of Pendle Hill before we could go up. So she came and got it. <gasps> and she lived, she lived local. Yeah, but then she saw me at the bottom of this like kind of hilly verge. And she rang me. She's like, can you bring it down to me? 
I was like, no, you can come and get oh, her. And she wasn't like, thanks and stuff. But I was just like, no, you can come and get your dog. And then she just shouted the dog. And <laughs> Tom had been like sat there with her with his little Pomeranian calling her Lydia. And then she went, Foxy, Foxy. Oh, the lady called Lydia. <laughs> I think so. It was so funny. But then just shouted her. And I was like, you're not even. She's got a broken leg. Yeah, this oh dog. I know. So that was my good deed because no one else, everyone entertained the dog, but no one thought, should we sort this dog out or should we actually help? And then it reminded me of Colin. Do you remember Colin? I was just going to say, do you remember Colin? Colin the uh, seagull. Well, we don't know if he was a seagull or some sort of water We bird, should have called but... him Stephen. <laughs> we should have called Stephen. But yeah, I saved a bird a long time ago and the person I was with was so surprised that I actually grabbed hold of this bird. <laughs> like, why are you holding on to a bird, you complete weirdo? And then I put this bird in a dog cage in my house. And obviously it was a big dog cage. I didn't put it in a small one. <laughs> I'm looking at Laura like Laura's judging me. I, you probably are judging me. I remember. I remember how big the bird was and the big and the dog cage. So I'm okay. I'm no, ju- no judgment here. <laughs> but we needed to. So Fred at number ten said that <laughs> said that you need to feed him up and then let him go. Right. So we named him Colin, and that's exactly what we did. We fed him up and then we let him go uh, to live his life. To live his life. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've nearly. I can't remember the amount of times we've skidded to a halt to save a hedgehog. Yeah. And then I was coming, a lot. coming back from Salford recently um, on the A580, which is a very fast road, and it joins the motorway. And on the slip road bit, where you know they had the bumpy bit, yeah. um, the line, Yeah. and there was a hedgehog. I drove <gasps> past it. It was like it was contemplating no. crossing. Commit suicide? Well, basically. Oh, my gosh. So I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Obviously, I was travelling at speed, so I covered some ground in this time. And in the end, I just tur- I just pulled onto hard shoulder. Good for you. I was like, I've got to go and move that hedgehog. Yeah. It cannot cross this it road. It wasn't its time to die. So I walked back for ages. I was walking. Probably five minutes I walked. I, didn't, I couldn't remember how far <laughs> back it was or how far I travelled. Could not find it. So either it changed its mind or it had done it and made it. And I rang Pete and he was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness, you've got to find it because aren't hedgehogs blind? I'm like, What? <laughs> What? <laughs> Have it? Don't know, but I oh, couldn't no, find it. Out in the, was, was it dark? No. They're not meant to be out in the light, but maybe one of its hedgehog friends, friends works at the smoke. <laughs> 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 we should be lovely. I would love it if, like, as humans have got people who do that kind of thing, that in the animal world they do that as well. Because they need to do it to pheasants. Oh, are like, listen, my life's shit. I need to commit suicide. I need to kill myself by throwing myself in front of this car. But it's always doing You know the, the postman that we've got? I but do know the postman. <laughs> I know someone, the postman. Someone calls him Mad Mick. Not us. <laughs> he, he delivers posts That's too to, endearing. to the office and to my house because I don't live far away. And then he's, he's, he never talks to us. He literally throws our postals. <gasps> what but is he on this one day in lockdown, he came to the door and, like, usually, like, delivery people just leave the stuff at the door and they do one because they don't want coronavirus. Well, who does? <laughs> and he's like, I had a five-minute conversation with me about pheasants and how there was two pheasants in the row and they were just staring at each other. There was just cars on either side and they couldn't get around them. They wouldn't go home. <laughs> they were just having an argument in the middle of the road. What, no one got in? No, no one intervened? No. pheasant family? No one in the end. They went their separate ways and everyone carried on with their uh, journeys. I love the power of the pheasant fight. <laughs> Don't mess with them. I mean, I know we're, we're way over time now, but who cares? Do you not remember the other selfish good deed that we did? On the way to Manchester, we were not dropping someone off in Manchester and there was a guy on the side of the road that, that looked like, that looked drunk. <gasps> yes, where we? It was across the Salford Uni. Right, and let me tell you, how hard is it to report so 
someone to the police without without feeling like you were we, under the, the like we group shot him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Let, honestly, I well, do think... an anonymous call. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like, we weren't... She, she put it... We had to spend so much time with this woman reporting this when you just you have got a life to lead so obviously you want to say like listen there's a person I'm really concerned I'll give you so many details but it went on for about an hour didn't it and then she rang back and it's like it's, it's we no were, wonder we a lot were of going somewhere. Do this. Yeah. yeah so it wasn't we weren't able to obviously give up loads of our time at that point but she didn't really care about that it was just that she needed to do what she needed she to do she's very accusatory yeah I, mm. I'm happy with that to be a word I just I don't like a blooming tone either but I just didn't think that it what what an is we're trying to are we surely we're trying to get more people to report what, things what like that to been, help yeah, each other it should have been like thanks so much for reporting ladies I'll get someone out ASAP yeah done, like, and obviously dusted. we need to give information so it's not a hoax and I totally understand all that but it was a bit like are you able to spend time talking to me about it, it would have been nice yeah because we didn't think that he needed an ambulance no he, he would just we might have rolled sure. into the road and been we weren't sure if he was drunk or what but we didn't want to put ourselves in that in that situation because we've all seen we didn't want to get out did we we've yeah. all seen the movies where you start to help someone and then you get got by a bad man yeah and we did <laughs> or a bad lady that. yeah or a bad lady yeah more bad men we are that, equal that's, yeah that's just the stats right should we draw it to a close we're not doing grinding gears sugar where is it oh is it because it's positive we're not doing it yeah i don't think we're doing it Shall we do it? I mean, we're on 35. No, let's, let's, we'll keep the grinding gears. Shall we sing gears. it though? Three, two, one. Grinding, grinding my gears. gears. is not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But it will be back next week. No, it won't. We've got an interview next week. It will be the week after. Wow, we'll have so many gears to grind. It'll yes. just be a whole grind of gears episode. I'm happy to do that. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Then it could call, be called Hear Me Roar. You're gonna hear me roar. <laughs> There you go. I mean, that's going to end a fresh receptive on business episode 18. See you next week. Goodbye.